everyone, welcome to the 46th episode of the Epilogue Gaming Podcast. From everyone at Epilogue, we hope you enjoyed your week. My name is Ben Volner, and this week, as always, I'm joined by Marcos Carmona and Dakota Trammell. Guys, I gotta say, every time I read the number, I'm like, did we record the 46th episode last week? Because it feels, you know, it always feels like whenever I say the episode, it always feels like we've already done that one. Do you guys get that feeling? I get that. Yeah, yeah. I get that every single time we record. And I question so, it every time. That's why I don't listen to the number no more. It oh. could be that we're in some sort of Groundhog Day scenario and we're just recording the same podcast over and over again. But that, Well, today that's is the fun. first day of spring. Oh, there you go. Groundhog Day. So maybe if this is the 46th episode, just consider it a little uh, epilogue gaming Easter egg. All okay. right. Okay. Um, all right, so let's jump right into it. What have you guys been playing this week? Dakota, we'll start with you. Um, I know we've officially moved on from Persona 5, but what's next? I don't know. I feel guilty. <laughs> what, what do you feel guilty about? So I haven't played games because I'm like, God damn, like Persona 5 is weighing on my conscience right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're never, we're never going to let it go. I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully, uh... I've only been playing Sims, and even then I'm like, oh. I feel like I'm pushing You're off. Being haunted by some sort of ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus, what about you? Ooh, uh, some Anthem, some Mortal Kombat 11. Those are the newer ones. Yeah. How are you feeling about Mortal Kombat 11? I feel pretty godlike. You feel I, pretty godlike, like you're godlike at the game. You know, I don't. Uh, there's a lot. There was a lot of really bad people on the beta. Like a lot of people that. Just don't know how to block. I lost six games the entire beta. Well, how many did you play? I don't know, probably like a hundred or something. Oh wow! All right. Yeah, I made sure I played like a good amount of each character. There was only three characters for the beta, which were Scorpion, Baraka, and the uh, newer character. Or I guess I shouldn't say newer. It's Scarlet. She's from the older games. But who's everybody playing the most? Oh, Scorpion. Easy. That's part. That's part of the reason why. I was winning a lot because a lot of Scorpion stuff, like it's just not safe, and you can punish. If all you have to do against Scorpion is block, and uh, you kill him. Okay. Yeah. But you you like it? the The general consensus seems to be that the beta. Yeah, was really- I, I have a lot of fun with it. It's pretty technical. It's very footsies based. It's uh, you got to think about this game. You can't just press buttons. I'm glad that you're liking it. Yeah. I uh I didn't play much this week. I I just I've been playing a lot of Trials Rising, and uh, I. I'm moving on to Sekiro probably is today Wednesday, so t- tomorrow night. Yeah, probably playing night Sekiro. Drops. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And uh, I what I played some Mario Kart this weekend for the EG Marathon. I didn't even <coughs> I didn't even mention that, but we we raised two thousand and one hundred dollars this weekend. If you missed the EG Marathon um, for Able Gamers, so that was really great, and I'm yeah. happy about that. Yeah, that was, that was pretty fantastic. Amazing. And so I played a lot of Mario Kart during that. I, I, I listen, guys. Mario Kart just never gets old. It has infinite replayability. I know people rag, including me, on the RNG, but that's part of what makes it such a magical experience. Is every single race is so different and just wild and crazy and upsetting and thrilling all at once. I, I, I love Mario Kart, and I can't wait to. Do you think they'll na- name the next one Mario Kart Nine? I feel like they won't. I think they will. I don't see why that would stop. The only I feel other, like a double like, dash remake is in order. That's what I was Ooh. hoping for. I wasn't gonna Ooh. say it because I know was no one double likes dash not like that. part of the numbers. Did it go like one, two, three, four? No, they so they count six? all of them 
I think as numbers. So like all of them technically count as mainline, but I, that one didn't have Mario Kart in its name. Like it didn't have, it had Mario Kart Double Dash. It only got a number in its name. Oh, I didn't know um, that. I thought they all had like a number. I am double, double dash is the best one. Oh no, you're right. You're right because there was like Super Mario Kart for the SNES, and there was uh, yeah. Mario Kart 64. And double and dash double has dash. this weird thing that I remember about it having two exclamation points after its title. So it's like it's not just Mario Kart Double Dash. It's Mario Kart Double Dash Double Exclamation Point. Huh. Does it? I don't believe you. I've never played the game. Like I don't own a uh, GameCube. Never have. So like I was a hardcore games. Double Dash fan. And I don't believe that, that it had those those two little things. I'm pretty sure it did. Like on the Is this box. A, what the hell? A Mandela effect thing? Hmm, Mandela effect. I don't know. Yeah. I, it, it does. It does have it. the two things. It I does? just Googled. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So weird. I am. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, played a lot of that. I'm really excited for whatever they have next. Because this, if you remember, this is actually a deluxe version of what we got on the Wii U. So yeah. if you combine these two experiences for me, I've probably played, what, like 400 hours of Mario Kart 8? I, I would bet it's it's really far up there. So, um, yeah, I just, I love Mario Kart. And I think Mario Kart 8 is, like, perfect at what it does. So they'll probably need to change the formula a little bit. I can't. I don't know what they would add Ooh, at this point. Like planes or something like that. Yeah, like double dash. Um, two people yeah, in think, the car. I, I do think the two people in the car works pretty well. Like some sort of triple dash. Element. What does it do though? Like I don't know what double dash. Did. So you can you can play on a team with somebody else, and one person controls the weapons, and the other person controls the cart, uh, oh. and you can switch back and forth. It was really fun, and I think. Like even more, it, it took a degree of communication if you wanted to play well. There's this old bar um, that still has that I go to sometimes that has Mario Kart Double Dash there, and like I, I love Double Dash, but the problem with it is that it doesn't control nearly as well as Eight does. So I'm mm. I, I would love to see a remake where they get the 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 controls tightened up and still has that co-op element. It doesn't even need to be a remake; it could be like a follow-up. The That'd person cool. in the backseat can also fun. control the brakes. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which can get pretty chaotic. Oh, that sounds fun. Not yeah. just the items, but the, the brakes, too. Yeah, a lot of so. fun. That's down. Yeah. So let's, uh, I, I just, I want to get in the habit of this. This episode, we're going to be talking about the future of video game consoles, particularly hardware after Google's announcement. So we'll be getting to that in the second half of the episode. If you care more about that, you can fast forward. Otherwise, we'll cover the news. We'll do a little trivia now. Um, so the score is Marcos 13, Dakota 12, Ben, <laughs> myself 10. Um, the rules here are the same. We have, I think, at least one more week of Name My Game from Sell You Her. And uh, this, the rules to this game are the host will give out the name of a character from a video game. The contestants will have two guesses to get the correct game. If neither guesses correctly, the host earns a point. If the contestant... Guess guesses the correct franchise, but not the game. Nobody earns a point. Got it? All right. Okay. What are the uh, rules? What? You, you know the rules. Right? We, this is the third yeah. week we've done this. We're good. Okay. We're good. I, can't, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic sometimes. You're, t- you're too sassy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Edward Buck. I'm going to start with you, Dakota. Let's see if you can name Edward Buck. Guys, another thing, I'm, I'm just going to say it out loud. We've had, we've had some complaints that you guys take too long to answer. People think you're cheating. Wow. But uh, 
it takes time to figure you can't just oh this name oh immediately i know who i know is. i know i i'm just gonna try and keep i i'm gonna keep speeding things along all right so what was the Deal. name edward buck or edward buck? buck yeah i don't know he sounds like a movie man <laughs> it is a very cinematic game call of duty marcos call of duty uh, this is a main character. Yep. Oh, and main as in it, it, yeah, main as in it, this character spends a lot of time on the screen at least. Yeah. Uh, Tell Telltale's Walking Dead. No, Halo Three ODST. I forgot to give you guys two choices, but um, Halo Three you, ODST. Wait. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think either of you guys would have gotten that anyway. No, I was not getting that. <laughs> I didn't know there was names. Yeah. Is that the name Halo I thought there's more. No, was that the guy you play as, Edward Buck? No, he's know like guy. he's like the lead. He's almost like the protagonist without being the protagonist. Like the he's the, the guy on the intercom the entire time. <clears throat> yes, I okay. thought it was only Master Chief. It's fa- uh, what's his well, face? Odst uh, was uh, was ODST. like a spinoff of the Halo thing. It's like a separate story. Yeah, um, and it was uh, Nathan Fallon. What if hey, that's not his name? Uh, Fillion? Fillion, yeah. That was Kate Six? You. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Charles <laughs> Bungie. Yeah. They I, I guess they that. have some sort of relationship. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. Did I don't know that name. Okay, so this time you're gonna go first, Marcos. Rasputin. Rasputin. Oh, that's uh that's a character in Destiny 2. <laughs> okay. Okay, I guess oh, that's not right. I'm going to tell you that's not the one I'm talking about. My, so, my turn. Wait, let's wait. To, I'm going to give Marcus uh, another chance. Real I know quick. this one. I actually know this one. I know. I just don't want him to steal your answer. So I'm going to give him the chance now. Marcos, that's not the character I'm talking about. Okay, well, I have another answer, but I don't think it's the right one either. Okay, well, go ahead. I think the it's like a fighting game, an old fighting game. It's like... Uh, <laughs> Garo, King of Wolves, something like that. Dakota, what's the answer? Psychonauts. Psychonauts, yeah. Psychonauts. The, the protagonist and that's the main character's name. His name is Raz or for Rasputin. Rasputin. You know what? That's a lie. It, it is. is. That's lie. his name. Is you Raz can actually, for Rasputin? You can name your own character, but it's kind of similar to like Shepard. It's just it. Nobody does it. And I don't like this. I feel they say, they say Rasputin like a hundred. I'm looking times. up this fighting game. I do know that there's a Rasputin fighting okay. game. Okay. Okay. Um, the, we'll start with Dakota this time. This one's a little easier, I think, but maybe not. Gruntilda. I'm sorry, my my. You guys are coming in like robots on my end. Go say it again. Uh, Gruntilda. Oh, Banjo. Kazooie. Okay, Marcos. Yeah, that's Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, Banjo-Kazooie. All right, so, Marcos, I think you've played this one. What about Aloy? Oh, that's uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Dakota? That That is Horizon Zero Dawn. It's not, it's like, he says, like, Aloy! It says it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it so. say it how you think you would. One more tough one. Uh, we'll start with Dakota this time. President John Henry Eden. <sighs> I, I didn't need to give you guys the president part, but I did it to try and help out. I feel like this is, oh, like some Saints Row 4 stuff. 
Because it's because he has a name president? Yeah. He specified the president. I don't know nothing about Saints Row 4 other than you're the president. Uh, what else am I supposed to conclude? I don't know. You you go for it. You you fine. You go. What? Saints Row 4. <laughs> so your, your answer is Saints Row 4. It's not Saints Row 4. But, well, uh, then I, go. I'll, okay. I don't know I don't what the know. thing uh What's that uh, uh, game with... Uh, with uh, the guy that plays it, Tim Curry. What's the, what's the name of that one? Is it like Command I and Conquer? Know. I think it's Command I, and Conquer. Yeah, let's go with Command and Conquer. Yeah, Either sure. of you are right. Do we want an additional guess? Yes. Uh, sure. Okay, Dakota, go ahead. <clears throat> oh, wait. I thought you were going to go. I thought you said an additional hint in my brain. Oh, additional hint? I can I, uh, open world game. God damn it. That still leads me to Saints Row 4. <laughs> I'm sorry. Per, was, was it President John what? Henry Eden. Henry Eden. Henry Eden. One more uh, hint. This this president is not human. God, that's still Saints Row. Yeah. About, are you sure it's not? Is it? I'm sure it's not Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Henry, uh, 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 can I guess just uh, res, red, red, red. Dead Redemption? No. What's that? Red. What's the (laughs) zombie games? Red. Red Dead. There is a Red Dead Redemption zombie. Red Dead. Red. Red Evil Dead. Resident Evil. Are you talking about Resident Evil? No, it's like the goofy zombie games. Yeah, it's like Red Dead Revolver or something like that. Or Undead Nightmare. It's called. No, it's called. It's but it has the name Red in it. I'm almost positive. Yeah, it's Red Dead Nightmare, or Undead Nightmare. No, oh well, well, you played it on stream, Ben. What? You know what? I'm gonna skip this. Left for dead. It's not. It's not whatever game you're thinking of. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm just gonna guess the Saints Row franchise because I don't know. What? Alien, not human. President, I open. Open world. Marcos, do you have any additional guesses? Uh, Fallout. It is Fallout, but you didn't get it. the game. It's Fallout, it's Fallout 3. Three. God oh. damn it! What? I knew so, the name. It was Henry Eden sounded familiar, and I was like, "Oh, he's the pres- he's in the and where they worship the nuke, right?" What? Yeah, that's where he. Was, God this, damn it! I hate that. I sucks. <laughs> it does suck. So that was a tougher week. Dakota is going to earn a point still. Um, it, unfortunately, Marcos's guesses of the franchise only halted me from getting a point. So <laughs> thanks for so that, Marcos. I. I, yes, it's thirteen thirteen. I did right. gain a point from uh, I did gain a point from Edward Buck though. So thanks. Shout outs to Halo for um, nabbing me a point there. So yeah, so it's currently tied. Marcos thirteen, Dakota thirteen, and God, I, I have eleven points. Sounded still, familiar too. Still pretty peeved about Rasputin. But, yeah, uh, oh well. I understand. Let's get to focused this week. on the president part. Uh, this week, in fact, just earlier today. Cuphead was announced for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. This is a big deal for a couple Ooh. of reasons. One, because Cuphead's really, really good. And two, uh, because My- uh, Microsoft, yeah, Microsoft owns Cuphead. They published Cuphead. And for it to come on to the Switch seems like a pretty big deal. No, Dakota? Yeah, no, it's literally Microsoft's only exclusive. Kind of. Only, only <laughs> How dare you? Wow. What about, what what about Ori? Halo? Ori? Yes, Halo. Halo is a big. I, I think I think Halo constitutes as an exclusive. 
Yeah. Only probably the biggest exclusive franchise in the entire Everyone cares about Cuphead. Even I smidgenly care about Cuphead. I don't care about Ori, so... Okay. Damn. Also, before uh, before people issue corrections, I I don't want to say I didn't forget about Mario or uh, Legend of Zelda. I understand those are probably bigger than Halo, but still, you understand my point, Marcus. Halo's what do you think big. about this? Yeah, it's very big. I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely pick it up on Switch. Yeah, and you you also played it, right? You've played. Yeah, Cuphead? I haven't played it uh, single player. I only played it to co op with my girlfriend. What about you, Dakota? No. i figured there is something you might be interested in in, though uh cadence of hyrule which is this weird crossover this was announced today uh between crypt of the necromancer and legend of zelda i've seen that i've seen it what do you think um i've only seen a brief quick article on it when they're mentioning it's like a legend of zelda yeah, we Crypt didn't really have enough time to re- recuperate from the the ninties earlier today, so I didn't get to see the whole thing. So just FYI, uh, we're, yeah. we're recording this on Wednesday, so I doubt Dakota and I got to watch the whole thing. But I did see um, just kind of like a picture of it, um, and kind of like, of course, the brief description. And the first thing I thought when I saw the picture was it was kind of ugly looking. Oh, <laughs> it's just the color, like a. Uh, is it's pixel art and the color in kind of the grassy areas is just real flat and simple but i saw very literally one very small picture so marcus what do you think i haven't seen nothing more oh i like crypt of the necro dancer so like this little this little uh what is it a crossover yeah i'm yeah it's gonna be fun it's some it's a rhythm game it's gonna be music based legend of zelda has awesome music yeah it's gonna be great so the reason I picked these two out, uh, you know, beyond Cuphead, obviously just being a game that a lot of people care about, is I, I think the exclusivity thing is really interesting. Um, we heard rumors a little while back that Microsoft and Nintendo were going to have some sort of crossover. It's now happened in the form of Cuphead. It makes perfect sense. We'll see if they do it with more. I bet Ori comes to the Switch as well. Uh, <clears throat> and then the the other thing interesting here about Crypt of the necromancer is how often does nintendo lend its ips out to indie developers like that's that's kind of a big thing too it's similar to if microsoft had a halo game that wasn't developed by 343 right now or um you know or bungie which i guess it kind of did with creative assembly in halo wars but um they're far from (laughs) an indie developer so it's still this is kind of interesting i don't know i you don't get to see this very frequently it's not like we see kratos in some little like indie world um but it's fun that that we now have the possibility of those kinds of things happening right so marcos if you could get a triple a franchise to kind of scale itself down into something 2d do you have like a pick for what that would be like would you want to see god of war or uh like gears of war is kind of doing that you remember with like the weird plushy thing they're doing or the uh, oh the- yeah i i don't know what it's called but i remember them showing off that weird uh yeah. chibi looking thing or it was no it was the pop figures that's what yeah they were pop doing. figures it was yes, the pop figures mm-hmm. um so any franchise i can pick yeah one? any pop like triple a franchise you'd love to see like scaled down yeah. into something top small. down 2d ooh yeah. uh probably Ooh, maybe Don't Make Cry. Okay, yeah, relevant to now. Dakota, do you have an answer? That'd be hard, just because the franchises franchises I enjoy are already 
top-down 2D. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about... Legend of Zelda already has many top-down 2D games. Sure, um, sure. Uh, Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, that stuff's typically always top-down. Though I, older ones in Stardew Valley are 2D. Pokemon's already top-down 2D. Um, That's hard. What about Hollywood like- Boyfriend? No, it wouldn't be the same. That's a graphic novel. And that's certainly not AAA. Let's not confuse our, our audience. <laughs> it certainly feels AAA. <laughs> it is not. Uh, and I also want to just clarify really quickly that I forgot about Halo. Uh, oh, man, what was that? Spartan Assault, which was like a top-down twin-stick shooter. And that was a weird departure from Halo as a series. So I guess it's not really the first time we've seen something like this. It's just weird because it's gone from... Like Crypt of the Necrodancer is a I I wish I could think of the the developer off the top of my head right now, but is a smaller development team that Nintendo has lended their IP to for this this game to be created. So I don't I just don't think we've seen anything quite like that. So it's really interesting. Um, those are the two big takeaways I had from the the Nindy Direct, which is just sort of Nintendo showcasing its uh, smaller indie stuff. Okay. Let's talk a little E3. We're getting closer. It feels like every every week we have a little more news. Um, Bethesda said they will be at E3 for the fifth consecutive year, which feels like big news because it seems like if there was going to be anybody else drop out, it would have been Bethesda. Obviously, um, they're they're going to be coming off of a year of announcing Elder Scrolls Six and Starfield and Rage Two and Doom Eternal. Um, is it? It's Eternal, right, Marcos? I'm not. Yeah, Doom Eternal. You're good. Yeah, I, for some reason, I always want to say Ethereal, but that. Ethereal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just lots of announcements last year. I kind of figured maybe they'd take the year off. Like I, part of me wants to say Starfield isn't going to be shown off yet. Um, same with Elder Scrolls Six. Dakota, do you have any ideas? I mean, is it? You're a, a pretty big Bethesda fan, all things considered, with your allegiance to Dishonored and Prey and Elder Scrolls. Like, I I have a secret allegiance to Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I don't know. I. What, what are you What are you hoping well, they announce? Uh, it's hard because. On one hand, I'd love to see Elder Scrolls Six. I know it's not going to happen, and I don't really want it to happen because I want it to be good. I don't. I try so hard to like Fallout. I just don't like Fallout. I, I've tried many times to really get into it. I just can't. It's weird how many people can't get like it's either one or the other. I just can't. I've tried and I've played, you know, Fallout. I haven't played New Vegas. I've played Fallout Three and Four, which I guess people always say are the worst ones. So that's my mistake. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Can't get into Fallout for the life of me. It's boring and ugly. Um, at least Skyrim has fun mods. When it's ugly. Honestly, um, Fallout has fun mods too. I've been oh. like experimenting for a while with Fallout mods. They're... I think I'm 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 just not a guns person. Yeah. Anyway, I, I love mm-hmm. Dishonored. I do not want more Dishonored games because they get worse and worse. Dishonored two wasn't was okay. Dishonored Death of the Outsider or whatever was really bad. From what I've heard, I didn't touch it. Um, Prey just had to the moon, so I know they're probably not going to touch it for a minute. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't nothing, really know. Yeah. It's okay. hard, because I want them to show off Skyrim, but 
I know they probably won't. You mean Elder Scrolls Six? I'm assuming you don't <laughs> see more Skyrim. Skyrim too? No. <laughs> yeah, I meant Elder Scrolls Six. Like, I guess. Like, so, I feel like that's the only thing that makes sense for them to show. Well, let me ask you a hypothetical question. Well, the first thing is is that I think Starfield is before Elder Scrolls Six. That in that chronology, I can't remember exactly how they announced it, but it definitely felt like Starfield was first, then Elder Scrolls Six was coming way down the pipeline. They were just tired of the Skyrim memes. So they were like, let's put that to bed. Say, you know, we're still working on six. But I do want to ask you, Dakota, what in your, like, what does Elder Scrolls improve from Skyrim to make you excited about it? And just a few words, like, what is the thing that they could do to make you excited about Elder, <laughs> Elder Scrolls six? It's not broken. Yeah. Okay. Which we can't, we can't, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can't prove it until the game comes out. <laughs> So they're not going to show that. I really doubt they'll they'll show us like a mission and be like, "See, there's no glitches happen." <laughs> Look at <laughs> you can't clip through the wall to find the yeah. secret merchant chest. Yeah. So, uh, Marcos, what about you? Anything that you care about from Bethesda's end? I mean, I love Doom. Uh, the recent Doom 2016, I think that's the year it came out. Mm-hmm. That one was great. Um, the Wolfenstein games have been great. Another Wolfenstein will be pretty fun. If anything, more DLC. That's about so, it. yeah, the interesting thing about this is Bethesda is still presenting before Microsoft, which means that if Microsoft announces its new console, Ooh. Bethesda could theoretically be showing off games that will be on that console, but they can't say that it will be on that console, which is really weird, right? Like, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that will work. Uh, but theoretically, Starfield will be on a next-gen console, almost certainly, unless they're way further along than people thought. So I actually expect them to show off an engine. Not they won't they've talked a lot about how they're not going to change their engine, but I expect they'll show off engine upgrades or something dumb like that. There'll be some sort of demo um and they'll have people talking about that. And then we'll probably get a lot of stuff from their like subsidiary games um like Wolfenstein. I bet we'll get something we'll obviously have Doom and uh I don't I, like Part of me wants to believe we'll get some sort of Fallout 3 or uh, Fallout New Vegas remake or a Fallout 3 remake. There was, do you remember that Amazon leak a couple of weeks ago about a new Fallout title? Like there was something, something in the air. So, oh, leak. Yeah, but leaks suck. Leaks suck, but I, I bet there's something to that. So, I don't know. I just, I think that they'll have, they'll have a little Fallout to announce it just because there's not they're not gonna the sting of um of fallout 76 still hasn't left the bones of me as a fallout fan i i think that probably res you know that is the case with most people who enjoy that franchise so they're gonna want people to get the the bad taste out of their mouth as quickly as possible they'll announce something that they know people will like easy fan service um and probably easy money too so I look for that to happen. Um, but outside of that, I don't I don't know that we'll get much. I don't even know that we'll see Elder Scrolls. I bet we will barely see any Starfield if we do. If if it is, it will be in the form of that kind of like engine upgrade thing. I, I would guess. love to know where the new Elder Scrolls is set. That's, I think, my only... Yeah, because I, I don't remember. Much. Just the did, setting. That's it. Did they Doesn't say it in me. the teaser? Did they not say it in the teaser? They didn't at say all? anything. It was just... No, uh... it was literally just Elder Scrolls 6, and it looks really pretty. Okay. All right. So I guess we'll wait and see. We'll talk more about E3 in the next couple of months. Hammerfell, but... 
Yes, they, yes, that's what I. I, I think they I, saw I, them. They saw them uh, claim it or trademark it. Hammerfall. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. That'd be we'll fun. See. Yeah, um, I, that's that's kind of my hope is we at least maybe if we learn where Elder Scrolls Six is, see a little Starfield, get some sort of Fallout remake and Fallout Seventy Six. No, I don't want to hear about Fallout Seventy Six. We will. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. I, I think, wasted sixty bucks on that game. I, I wasted it. Yeah. You also was, bought No Man's Sky, so hmm. No Man's Sky thing, was it's not getting I, a new update. I, yes, though. so I, that's actually something we're going to talk about. Uh, no Man's Sky Beyond, which is the yeah. online update for No Man's Sky, is coming out in like a, a apparently three free releases. So it'll it'll be in waves. That'll be free. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean like, but give credit like to this game. Yeah, nah. they are keeping it alive, and they keep giving it uh, content. Like, yeah. I, I was know. a hater, but this is pretty cool. I mean, to they anybody that's still playing this game. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I don't know how You're many not years it's been since it came out. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You lose a little bit of merit when you sell a unfinished game, saying it's finished, for 60 bucks. And now it's like, hey, but look, we're giving out all this free content. It's like, well, this content should have been in the game when it released, or the game should have been cheaper when you bought it. I know now it's cheaper, but at this point, like, of course, it's years past. I've been playing a little No Man's Sky, not like anytime super recently, but after the last couple of updates, I feel like it's a bigger, like, there's more in that game than a typical $60 game. That's how I feel. So at this point, I feel like they've eclipsed that. But maybe, I don't know, maybe they still got to dig themselves out. Wasn't there another game that just recently went through this process? Oh, it, was, it wasn't It was really this, but Hollow Knight kind of did the same thing, where they just kept releasing free stuff. And eventually, one of the free things that they had promised, they ended up turning into uh, Silk Song, which is going to be like the, the sequel game. So eventually, I, I foresee that happening with Hollow no Knight Man's is Sky. like 15 bucks, though. Yeah. Yeah, you, you spend different. 15 bucks on a bad game and it's like, oh, damn. Well, but and I'm not... obviously Hollow Knight is fantastic. <laughs> Hollow Knight was the best 15 to 20 dollars I've ever spent in my life. Like I, I say that for that price, that game was just astounding how much is in it. So they there's a new certainly... competitor coming for that price. That's going to be just as good as uh, experience coming very say, soon. So what do you wait? What's that? Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Oh God, that's, <laughs> that's the fighter game. Yeah, that is the fight. It's a fighting game. Do you yeah, want to talk about it? Because I, I almost want to. I love yeah. this. It looks fantastic. I am okay. So really tell us, tell us what game. it is then. This is a tag-based fighting game like uh, Dragon Ball Fighters or Marvel vs. Capcom, but with nothing but Power Rangers characters. And they it, all kind of look the same, right? Like from what I've seen. I they mean, just... they're Power Rangers. They all have the same suits. But they, like their animations and everything are like the same. No, they aren't. They look the same. What do you mean? No. No. I just from the little I've seen of this game, it, the, everything looks the same to me. What do you, everything looks the same? Yeah, the red, the red Power Rangers look the same as the Yellow Power Rangers. The re- Yellow Power Ranger has Rekkas. The Red Power Ranger is basically the Ryu of the game. Like they all have different attacks. They all have different movements. Different attacks, but they look the same. They don't look the same. They they have different colors. What, what do you? Yeah, they have different colors. That's who they are. But they, their attacks don't look the same. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll we'll see. It it feels really low budget to me. Yeah, I, it's so, a low budget game. Yeah, from what I've seen, bucks. it looks super ugly. 
It's ugly. low budget, but every, yeah, it's definitely ugly. It's not but, ugly. Okay, well, we'll we'll leave our listeners to to figure this out for themselves. But one thing I will say about it is that they seem to be going through a really really intensive process of making sure it's a good fighting game. And I I know for people like Marcos, that's way more important than aesthetics anyway. So I just from an outsider's perspective, Dakota can look this up. You can you can see for yourself. I think it's an ugly looking game. What's it but, called? Power Rangers off the grid. Mm-hmm. Battle of the grid. Battle of the grid. So anyway, interesting stuff. I I also wanted to take just a second to talk about how a new Sonic the Hedgehog game is in and out is in development, and it kind of just was one of those. Not going to talk about the Sonic movie. No, I don't want to talk about that yet. We'll wait right until that comes out. We'll talk Mm. about the Sonic movie. Are any of us going to see it? Marco said he was going to see it. Oh, I wasn't listening. Yeah, he said he he, well he said this a while ago, but he he said he was in in it. For the mess. He wanted to see how much of a mess it was. Yeah, after seeing that character design, I was hard out. That thing will give you nightmares, man. This game is ugly, by the way. Yes, that confirmed. Okay. Hopefully so we can we can move on from that. It doesn't <laughs> that... even look like the background ugly. Like it's not even does like the moves aren't even like I can see the this is the trailer and I can see the frames dropping. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. You're all I'm terrible. terrible. <laughs> it's gonna be a great game. We'll see. We'll see. All of them look the same, dude. They just have different colors. Their masks are a little different too, Ben. Give them that. <sighs> it's barely different. <laughs> You're all terrible. You're all terrible. Listen, I okay, I, I, I just want to clarify that this is a game I really, really hope does well. That's it. I, I, I just, I, I don't want this is like a small developer. I've heard them talk about this game. They are super passionate about it. Marcos even has talked about it, how they have people from the fighting game community in in working on this game like it's very cool it's i'm i'm super super excited for them but this is probably not a game that i could ever see myself touching i just i don't know i don't i don't see it but i'm hoping it does well and of course marcos will be here to talk about it so you don't need me to pick it up to hear about it maybe will we review it marcos sure okay buy it for me i'll review it Oh, so you're not even going to buy it then. I mean, I'm All this defense. (laughs) Oh, that's rich. That is rich. Okay. Dakota, are you buying that Power Rangers game? Me? No. I don't play fighting games. Why would I spend money on it? Listen, if it it weren't so ugly, you might buy it. No, I wouldn't. I don't play fighting games. If it was a really pretty Power Rangers game, what if it just looked really good? Um, if it wasn't a fighting game and if it was just a really good looking Power Rangers game, I'd buy it. Okay. Right. I like Power Rangers. Do you ever see the Power Rangers movie? Love that movie. I know you don't, but. Yeah. All right. I love Power Rangers. Maybe if the Power Rangers looked a little different. <laughs> Super they do. Sentai. You just don't look close enough. They're massive. Okay. You know, Let's... somewhere uh, Sabin is like just crying in the corner because Ben's being a piece of shit. Uh, is that the that's the great. fighting game guy that's working on the game? No, that's the people that make Power Rangers. Oh, okay. I no, I really, I really hope that this game is successful. I I say that earnestly. I just don't understand how it's so ugly looking. It's a low budget. Game. Like people are making this out of their fucking pocket. Yeah, I, I, well, I think the commitment. The, it, something I find interesting is the commitment to gameplay over aesthetics. And for that, I'm rooting for it. But because of that, I'm also probably out. 
as somebody who isn't into fighting games as much as as you are especially technically speaking right like that for me it makes it out but for fighting game people i i'm really hoping that it's good so okay so that's power rangers battle for the grid go figure out for yourselves whether you think it looks good or not um we're going to be talking about google's announcement um but first i wanted to take a second to thank our sponsors instead of doing a big long drawn out thing we're going to start a new uh segment in april just doing a little more um we're gonna have our 25 dollars a month patrons give us something that we can shout out as sponsors of the podcast but i did want to take a second to thank our new members this month uh geekly rude where is my space bar wishing for rain artemis blister agent and ash to smurf we are again as i i it'll never get old saying this at an all-time high on patreon go check us out over at patreon.com slash epilogue gaming did you guys see the updates that patreon's going through right now i, I saw, saw like the little uh, something about it summary that you guys were talking about on the discord was yeah so what patreon is doing right now and i don't want our listeners to freak out because this doesn't affect us thankfully but pay well not in a, a meaningful way Patreon has separated itself into three different tiers, Patreon Lite, Patreon Pro, and Patreon Platinum or something like that. And in those three tiers, they basically assure varying levels of customer service. So we will be a Patreon Pro member because we're considered a founder. I'm putting this in quotes. But we'll be getting like their... We're a founder? Yeah, well, because we existed before they instituted this rule. So I I don't know. I don't want to spread misinformation. But the idea I I got was that anybody that existed before this and had raised money for their Patreon account would be grandfathered into the pro. So it's not like a super big deal. But for anybody who's starting a Patreon, I would do it now before they institute whatever this stupid tier list is. Because otherwise, you're going to be... assuredly you will be the one stuck with this poor customer service uh but yeah there's just a lot of things going on over at patreon i just wanted to assure our patrons and everybody listening we're still going to be over at patreon until either a different competitor pops up or we have reason to move on um but thank you guys for the support you can go check us out over at patreon.com slash so well like i mentioned we'll be doing our 25 dollars a month segment um for our sponsors so anybody who gives us 25 dollars a month uh considered a midnight tier sponsor for us will be shouting out some of their things next month but we're not going to start that quite yet um until we have it organized a little bit so let's jump in to what what exactly did google announce marcos what was it called uh i might be saying it wrong but it's called the stadia the google stadia i I think it's well stadia so or Stadia, I don't, I, I guess. Uh, I feel like it would be Stadia because yes, it's supposed because... to be. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dakota. Oh, plural of Stadium. Right. So, uh, essentially, I think it's actually a really unique name. Like I, I thought about it for a little bit. I was like, I don't. It's kind of weird to say. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue. But Stadia, like Dakota alluded to, uh, has the sort of encaptures the feeling of people watching. And so that's sort of what this is. Like, it's an integration between an audience and play. So, Marcos, do you want to elaborate a little bit on exactly what this is? Because I know you are very excited 
with I'm your, pretty your excited. Yeah, man, my Chromebook can finally play yeah. things. So, do we have a release on this? Like, do, they have I don't an think so. release date. Yeah, I watched right? like half of their little conference thing that was on YouTube that they posted, and also not a price point. Yeah, but I'll, what we do know is that it's, it's a service, and it apparently lets us play their library of games as long as it as long as the device has a Google browser or something like that, or Chrome browser. Yeah, yeah. So. This will be really interesting. Um, it, it's and YouTube. You need like YouTube or something. You don't need something YouTube. Though. You, what you can be want like they showed off that you could be watching a game on YouTube. At some point, there'll be like a little start button or like a play button with the Stadia thing. You press it, and then it loads in the game. Yeah. So it, it, to contextualize this a little bit, uh, it comes with its own controller. So it has a controller that I think is actually the most neat part of all this, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, and the idea is, is that you could be watching somebody on YouTube as if people really watch anyone on YouTube gaming. I, I, that's sort of the hiccup here for me. But on YouTube gaming, you could be watching, say, if Ninja were streaming on YouTube for some reason, and you were like, hey, I really want to play Fortnite, then you could press the start button. And if you have this Stadia subscription, you could jump into Fortnite or whatever game it is right from there and start playing on your computer, right? And it would stream based on your upload speed or download speed. Um, and there's they're making all kinds of promises, like that you only need 25 uh, megabytes per second of download speed, which would then give you 1080p, 60 FPS for certain games and experiences. But I... You weren't certain. Yeah, and I, I don't know exactly they didn't talk about latency or anything like that so i i expect marcos i i don't know is this something you could ever play with a fighting game like i, oh, I imagine probably not no, right no like three frames kills a fighting game online i'm not gonna i don't even know what the latency is gonna be let alone trying to play online games with it while yeah. streaming it so it just I don't know. I think that's the first thing everybody's concerned about is like, so what kind of games are we going to play? And I don't know if either of you guys saw, but they, they said that Doom was going to come, which was kind of a surprise. I feel like Doom might not work super well on the service. Uh, there was Assassin's Creed, right? Um, Assassin's Creed, I feel like... Dakota, would you play Assassin's Creed if you were like streaming it onto your, I don't know, computer monitor? I don't know, because that's another... I mean... Not that the game, it's not like a fighting game where it has to have, but like for all the cool parkour stuff, it's not the same if you're dropping frames. Or if it's just not fluid, right? Yeah. Like if it's not fluid motion. So we'll wait and see. Obviously, this is something that will get better as time progresses. Um, like I, I would assume in 10 years, we'll be saying like, wow, this is like, I hardly noticed the difference, right? It's like when you plug in a Blu-ray movie and then watch something in 4K on Netflix. It's kind of hard unless you're trained this way to notice a difference. Um, but assuredly, there is one. And I think that's what a lot of people are upset about. But for the most part, I mean, Marcos isn't the only one. When I, I have negative feelings about this announcement. And when I was expressing those during my stream yesterday... A lot of people told me that I was being too negative about it and that there's a lot to be excited about here. So Marcos or Dakota, do you, I guess I'll start with, with you, Dakota. With good comes bad. So, I mean, well, 
what's the what's the good? Let's start with the good. So what what about this announcement is is good for video games, Dakota? Um, gaming becomes more sex- accessible, I guess, to people as a whole. If all you need is your computer, Google Chrome, and a subscription, depending on how much the subscription is. Assuming right. it's like other streaming video game streaming services. I mean, PlayStation, whatever is twenty five bucks. PlayStation Now, yeah, yeah. I I okay. don't know how much other ones are, but assuming it's something similar, even thirty bucks, like okay, thirty bucks for a library of games, you can stream it to your computer as long as you have Google Chrome and it should work. Like, you got your frames, you're like, it's like it's good. It's like what you need. It makes gaming more accessible to a wider audience of people. The only reason that I, I might disagree with that, and I I think I mostly is that we have the the blockade of people who will not have the internet speed necessary to play these games so it's kind of weird because most people i know who have great internet speeds also have the money to spend on a gaming console or something like that so it's almost like that accessibility dakota which i think you're right is what they're trying to achieve is still still has that block of okay does that person have good enough internet to even play it in the first place what they so, say you needed, like, I don't, I don't pay bills. So they, they said 25 uh, megabytes per second. How much does internet cost? Uh, well, for, so for me, I am in like a, a college apartment um, where uh, graduate students live. And our default internet is 100 megabytes per second. And I think that's pretty standard in most, like, most places. I know, like, my parents have 50 or maybe they have 100 now. I think most places have between like 50 and 100. But if you go to uh, like a rural area, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be lower than like Comcast isn't putting out 100 megabytes per second in, uh, you know, smaller little areas around the state. So it's just hard for me to visualize like because I I don't pay the Internet bill, even if I did. It's also combined with like cable. I have Cox Internet. So it's also combined yeah, with a cable, well. a landline. So I, there's all this other stuff on top of it. I, I don't, I'm not a real adult. What about you, Marcos? <laughs> like how much I pay for uh, internet? No, I, not necessarily that, but just like, do you have the internet <laughs> speed? How much do are you have, paying for internet? <laughs> we have uh, internet speed for this kind of thing. Uh, I'm the same with you. We have AT&T and it's the 100 package. Okay. But we also yeah. have like, it's paired with our... um cable because we had direct tv yeah and so do you have for you marcos what is the benefit outside of accessibility are there benefits to this announcement um in terms of like just video games as a whole my biggest gain from this is that my chromebook is not a toaster anymore it will no longer be the butt of jokes (laughs) so for you personally that's it's a big thing yeah yeah uh i just think it's pretty cool i think the idea is cool it's probably not going to work out very well most of the time. <laughs> and it's probably going to be pretty stupid. But I think it's cool. It is kind of cool, right? It just has like a... It has a certain coolness to it. If we're, if we're factoring that in, it's, it's kind of, the idea is kind of nice. So I, I mentioned the controller earlier. Apparently the controller can switch between devices seamlessly. So like yeah. if I want to play on you know my, my laptop for a second and then I want to switch to my phone... The controller can do that, no problem. It doesn't. There's no like reconnecting or resyncing involved, which is 
just super neat. Like that, that is a neat um, little feature. And I, I don't think we've seen that anywhere else. So I think that's cool. Um, I, I think there are a lot of downsides to this. And I just want to try and justify my, my, uh, my problems with the stadia. And you guys can play devil's advocate here if you want. Um, I think in terms of video game preservation, this is, this is horrible news. For sure. We, yeah. We've talked about video game preservation before. A lot of people are already writing about it, which is actually good. It's finally gotten to the point where people are starting to freak out. Like, what happens if our hardware disappears? Um, how are we in 20 years? Google could at any point decide to shut this service down, right? And if you look at something like the Epic Game Store, which is currently buying out certain games, like I think they just bought, bought The Outer Worlds, you know, the new Obsidian game. Um, for exclusivity, if Google starts buying exclusive games and then the service doesn't go super well in two years, how are we going to play those? They'll just be lost. So some developer, some big developer that's going to be lured by the money that Google has to offer, we might lose that game. If that service fall, you know, has a falling out or just uh, decides it's not worth the effort, Google decides it's not worth the effort, or maybe they sell it to somebody else or something happens, we lose that game forever. So we've that I think is my my biggest issue. Do you guys see any good ways for Google to combat video game preservation, or do you think there's even a chance that they'll try? I don't think they'll try at all. No. Yeah, neither do I. I don't think they care. Yeah. So that I that's something that's frustrating. Uh, obviously, for competitive play, like, can you imagine trying to play Halo or? Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom or Street Fighter or anything on these this kind of service. Imagine playing against people who are using the service. Oh, What's dude. that connection going to be like? <laughs> it's going to be a mess. If you ever have seen Street Fighter Five on bad connection, it's just characters teleporting everywhere. That's exactly what's going to look what it's going to look like on this Stadia thing or Stadia. Yeah, I already so, forgot what it's called. Stadia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just think short for stadium, but also plural of stadium. Yeah. Is that real? Is that where the word comes I think from? It, is, is it plural of stadium? It is, right? Stadia it, is a plural. You don't have a multiple. You don't have stadiums. You have stadiums. Wait, don't you have stadiums? No. I'm saying no. like mm. a plural of a stadium. I think this is stupid. Stadia. I think we need to. We just need the to actual definition it. of stadia is like stadium, though. It was it was old like Roman. So like the Roman Colosseum. It was like the stadia. That's what it was. So right. Dakota's somewhere along the right lines. I'm just not. I, and I didn't we, even go to college. I, just, well, that has nothing to do with it. We all know you went to high school, though, because Mr. you keep Kaluga. drawing back on those years. Did I graduate? Yes. Who knows? I, I, it does. You almost got me with that question. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's. I, I think that, like those are the, the big downsides. I'm a little worried about what kinds of games are going to be developed. Like, if this is really popular, which I imagine that there's at least a chance that it will be really popular. I don't know. But if it's really popular and then you're, uh, let's say you're Epic and you're developing a game and you're like, well, I don't know if we want to make something like Fortnite because it won't really work with people who are using Stadia. So then all of a sudden we don't get that next Fortnite. You know, I get you. Yeah, that's not. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that way. Oh, yeah. 
What if just ignore it? Oh no, ignore Stadia. Ignore it. <laughs> you liked it a second ago. No, I, I do like the idea of Stadia, but like, don't just don't just forget about a game because you need it to work on Stadia. So I, I think the best thing that I've read all week, and I, I wish I think it was The Verge who said who wrote this. Uh, they they wrote an article about how this is not the future of gaming. Like, this is not the future of gaming, but it is kind of the future of YouTube and being able to connect with the, uh, what, do we, what do people call streamers now? Uh, influencers. <laughs> able to, to connect with influencers or whatever. I think whatever. there's a difference between a streamer and an influencer, right? No, streamers call themselves influencers. Okay. Yeah. That's, it's embarrassing, but they do. Yeah. And, like Instagram and like certain YouTubers, I understand, like that's an influencer. Yeah, like technically you are influencing people. I stream to between 20 and 30 people. I, I influence somebody, but I don't call myself an influencer. You know what you I mean? Start, you I, start calling yourself an influencer. That'd be fun. I influence, like if I, I, I the other day, I, I'm just shouting this out. I uh, had this old uh, grandma next to me at the store and she didn't have change she was trying to buy like i don't know if it was like a pack of gum or something like that so i threw down a dollar i influenced there i i influenced wow you're a real of philanthropist ben i'm just what? saying I, I i i'm just saying that i might be an influencer after all you gave that old woman a dollar where were the cameras what a philanderer well okay i i see that uh that you are you're meeting my my influencer with a little bit of skepticism. I wonder if that um, holds true with our our listeners as well, or if they if they think of me as an influencer. Wait, how did we even get to this point in in the conversation? You were talking about the YouTubers, YouTubers. okay? And yeah, like that's connecting right. with them through and, the game. Yes. And I think I think ultimately that's what this is. I don't think this is the future of video games. <laughs> I don't think it is, but I am concerned that it might be. It's not you the know, future for the industry, but this is what a future has. It's an influence no, on the industry. It, oh, I don't like that. Stop. It's true. It probably will influence it. We've already seen Microsoft, Sony. I mean, Sony literally already has a similar to this. So we, yeah, we are going to see more of it. The game. Now you can. You couldn't yeah. at first. Yeah, because it was influenced by the Game Pass. I, I just don't want my hardware to go anywhere. That's what I, I'm saying. I, for sure. I am 100% with you on that. Yeah. I don't want so. my discs to leave. But see, like, even then, I wasn't one of, I, like, I don't want discs to leave either. But I never thought that was the biggest deal. I don't know. I, I guess just because I could play it at the exact same quality. For, so for me, it's more about quality. I, I love the idea of preserving video games. So I think that's very much important. But, the, like, if I'm being totally, totally... Uh, selfish here. I, what I really don't want is to play sub-quality video games <laughs> because <laughs> Google is telling me I have to. I just don't want it to... I don't think that'll ever happen, where it's just sure. like quality games are just going to fall off the map because, I mean, PC... No, but it's like playing those games in the no, best but, quality is important to me. Yeah, the Stadia, I think people have already been like testing it and they're, they've been saying it is not up to par with most uh experiences well it, it, it literally cannot be it cannot yeah. be the same. yeah yeah so it uh, like I, even I during their, their little demonstration with assassin's creed you can see stutters during the uh gameplay yeah. so mm -hmm. Yeek. 
So we'll we'll see. I understand why people are excited. I, I you know Dakota mentioned accessibility. If this means that you as a consumer can now play a game that you couldn't previously, like you're like Marcos and you have a laptop that just wouldn't run other games, and now you have this potential service coming your way that'll allow you to do that. I'm really excited for you. Um, I, you know, I just want to let people know that for us, me, Dakota, and Marcos, all of our opinions here are individualistic. How it affects us, I don't. In terms of the future of a video game consoles, I'm not really sure any of us can say yet. It's just sort of a wait and see. We'll see how popular it is. This could be one thing that just falls off the map uh, and we never talk about it again. But I have a feeling this one's going to stick around. I, I don't know how much of an influence it'll have, but I, I suspect it'll be uh, significant. For sure. All right. So let me ask you a real quick question. Yes or no. Dakota. Is Google Stadia still around in five years? Ooh. Hmm. Uh, yes. Marcos? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I, I'm, I was like 50-50. I don't know. So um, I, I guess I would say yes. Too. I'm pretty like 90-10. Like, I'm pretty certain it'll still be alive. Okay. So speaking of video game consoles, we got a really fun um question this week it's less of a question more of a game um but we'll we'll take it anyway so uh this is from dan hey (laughs) epilogue thanks for considering my question i'm a bit of a video game collector and decided to weigh each of the consoles i own oh (laughs) all right can you guess the results from lightest to heaviest without a game inside okay so i did fact check this as best i could before anybody like it gets on me. So sometimes the the data that like uh, Microsoft gives you is a little different from what other people say, but it does align with what Dan was saying. So Ooh, whatever the case, we I, I do think we have some fairly consistent results here. So I'm going to read a few consoles, and you can tell me which one is the lightest, all the way to the heaviest. Um, I what I'm going to do here is I'm going to award two points if either of you can guess the correct order. And if neither of you do, I'll just award myself the one. Does that sound fair? Because this is tough. Okay. Yeah, you sure, okay. whatever. Let's All go. Right. All right. So uh, we have. I I would have like a pen and paper or something that you can write down on. So just. Ugh. All right. Okay. Um. And also, I I also want to let you know that Dan listed about thirteen consoles. I narrowed it down to six. <laughs> what a hero. I narrowed it down to six. Yeah. So I just uh, so everybody is aware there this were more consoles. Heaviest. Yeah, so we're going to go lightest to heaviest, but I'm going to tell you them out of order, so yeah. you'll have to order them. Or you want okay. us to think that. Sure, maybe. All right, so the first one is the original Xbox. Okay. Okay. Uh, the N64. The PS4 Pro. The Xbox 360. The Nintendo Wii. And then, and this is the fat PS3, okay? The fat PS3. So not the PS3 Slim, the fat PS3. All these others are in their original form. So the PS4 Pro in its original form, Xbox original, Xbox 360 original, all of that. Got it? Got it. Okay. All right. So I'm going to ask Marcos to go first here since uh, he most recently had the lead. You can go ahead and kick us off, Marcos. From lightest to heaviest. So okay. we have six six options here. Okay. N64, Wii, uh-huh. Xbox, 
the 360, the PS3, and the PS4 Pro. Okay. Dakota? I'm still organizing it, but I also had N64 and Wii as, like, my top two. N64, lightest, Wii, second. Okay. Um, uh, this is hard. I've never owned a Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to do... Let's do... Uh, P... We've got the Wii. I've got my N64. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say... Oh, well, screw it. It don't matter. Xbox. It's worth two points. It it does matter. This matters okay. a lot. I just feel bad like taking time thinking it through. Yeah, it's really just a guess. I don't think thinking anything through here is really going to... I mean, you can you can take your time. I've never held an Xbox or an Xbox 360, so it's like... Well, I'll, say, I'll say that both of them are... Hefty. I know an Xbox is hefty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, Xbox is big. Okay. So I'm going to do PS4 Pro, actually, as my third. Okay. Um, let's do Xbox 360. Okay. And PS or Fat PS3. Okay. And then Xbox is the heaviest. Okay, so you guys are both really close. Neither of you quite got it right. I, I don't know which of you was technically closer, but you both got the N64 and Nintendo Wii right. So N64 no. weighs in at 2.4 pounds. <coughs> the Nintendo Wii weighs in at 2.7. And then it's the Xbox 360 at 6.4 pounds. The PS4 Pro at 7.3 pounds. The original Xbox at 8.8 pounds. And then that... Fat PS3 was 11 pounds. The fat PS3 as my last one, because I knew that thing was heavy. The wow. fat PS3 is officially the heaviest video game console in history. So really? it's yeah. That's wild. It's, it, it's fat. It got its name for a reason, folks. I haven't had one in a long time. I have the I think it's called the Super Slim PS3 now. I debated like, going out so and many. holding the fat PS3 that we still have. <laughs> you still have one? That's godlike. You can play yeah. some uh, PlayStation one games on that you can play yeah. some non-garbage looking power rangers games on you that can thing. go <laughs> shut the hell up <laughs> okay that'll do it for us this week thank you guys for joining in oh i i should i should mention that got a point closer we are at a 13 13 12 score right now i don't like this Where, when did I, you get 12 i just earned a point ben got point. two points for I us two points idiots yeah edward buck you missed out on edward buck earlier and now you neither, you got this one right Mr. Fallout shithead. No, Fallout. it wasn't Fallout. It was Halo 3 ODST. Go play oh. that game. It's really good. Yeah, you'll, be able to play it, you'll be able to play it on Google Stadia, probably. And I'm real salty about that, because I knew that one. I knew that name. Yeah. That's why I paused. I was like, fuck, I know that one, I, I don't know I told you guys it. it was a robot. Well, I told you it was not human. He told us it was not human. I think it's uh, Malcolm McDowell who voices that. It's a really fun Oh, wow. Character. He's back kept... in... Uh, we were talking about Malcolm McDowell last night. It was either... Yeah, I think I think that's who it is. <laughs> I don't... Oh, God. Yeah, we were. Okay, time to move on. <laughs> we're uh, we're going to be, I think, back next week, right? We're And we're going to be talking yeah. about video game Easter eggs. We are talking about whether or not we're going to segment it into one or two episodes because it's a lot. So... Um, We'll we'll wait and see on that. But thank you guys for listening again this week. Dakota, where can people find you? On Twitter at Spygina. Okay. Are you streaming tonight? No, I'm no not. No stream actually. tonight. Okay. Oh. Marcus, what about you? 
Yo, uh, 2537, Marcus, come on, I'm the cute one. You can find me at Benjamin Plays. Again, I just want to shout out the fact that we raised $2,100 gamers uh, this this past weekend. It was an amazing feat. Thank you, everybody who helped. It was just in 48 hours, so it was not that much time. It, it was just incredible. I I don't we know. We had an was... initial goal of 100 bucks. <laughs> was that was nuts. the start goal, so... And I think Blake mentioned 92, 93 total uh, donors. So that that's like, it wasn't as if somebody just donated the whole amount. It was a group effort. It was crazy. It was a blast. Thank you guys, everybody, for being there. And uh, if, if you want to find me, you can find me on twitch.tv um, slash Benjamin10. And I'm always happy to talk more about video games there. Or you can find us at patreon.com slash epiloggaming or epiloggaming.com. Go check us out. We have a lot of stuff coming out this week. And uh, our first YouTube stuff coming out next month. So I'm excited about that. Keep an eye on it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>